0: Welcome to What's Your Baseline? Shorts. In this series, we're distilling down our usual long-form content from the What's Your Baseline podcast into a more concentrated and visual form.
1: Right, but most importantly, this is a brief, focused discussion about a key topic in architecture, process, business, change, and so much more. One topic, one session, one take. That's What's Your Baseline? Shorts. My name is Roland Volt, and today I'm joined by my co-host, J.M. Erlinson. Hey, J.M., how are you doing
0: today? I'm doing great, Roland. It is just about the holidays, and it felt time for us to do a little bit of a holiday special on What's Your Baseline Shorts. It's incredible, (laughs) isn't it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And, and by the way, as, as you know, we just released our last episode of season three a couple of days ago. So, hey, no, don't, don't be sad. We got more to come in the next year. We already right. had a conversation with the first guest for season four. Speaking of which, we do have a guest today as well. And and for you guys who watch this on YouTube, you actually have seen where we have a third person here. So um, Ooh. welcome, Jeremy, to
0: our little, little show here. <laughs> hello. Hello. I'm very happy to be here. Well, we're excited so to have you here. I mean, partially, people wouldn't necessarily know unless they'd read our show notes. Quick pitch for com slash podcast, That's all of our transcripts and show notes. Um, but of course, you are credited as all of the music behind what you hear in the musical interludes, the intro, the outros. They're all originals by you. So thank you so much for giving us all of your amazing Yay. music this whole time. <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. So we felt it was a good idea to bring you on, introduce you a little bit to our audience and give you an opportunity to talk about who you are, what you do. I mean, a different side of things. Maybe this isn't the same business process and enterprise architecture focused podcast you're used to, but this is a holiday special. So an opportunity to do something a little different uh, for the fun of it for the holiday season. So first and foremost... Tell us about yourself. Tell, Introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself. What what, is, what have you done in the past? Where, where did you come from to get to the point where you're making music now? Sure,
2: yeah. Uh, my name is Jeremy Volts. I'm an indie soul artist based in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh, originally from the States, I moved up um, here to the Great White North for grad school in uh, mathematics, which um, I finished my PhD in 2016. I hated it uh by the end um
0: Uh. and so i
2: when i finished i told myself like hey i'm gonna do uh i'm gonna do music for a year and see how that goes and if at the end of the year feels like this can be a career i will do another year and so on and uh, i've been doing music
1: ever since i haven't looked back um so so hmm. so how did it go the, the fact that you you continued your musical career is one thing, but obviously how how did it go? <laughs> it has been going really well um two thousand
2: eighteen I think I released my first uh album and got a publisher, and then um a song from that album sort of like blew up and it just crossed two million streams on Spotify, which is awesome. Um I just won album of the year at the Ontario Folk Music Awards, which was huge congratulations thank you a really big surprise so um things are things are really going well and i um I'm working on new music for 2023 so it's pretty great wow. yeah
0: so 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 how did you actually get into music what's what's the the spur that brought you into that performing arts because I know music and math are often quite connected but obviously something had to tickle your fancy to get you into that as a potential career option
2: yeah it started um in high school like I mean you know I joined, like, marching band because my entire family did marching band. I'm from the States. Marching band's a thing there. Um, And I started on clarinet. I hated it. I wanted to break it over my knee. Um, But then the guy playing drums in the band, like, was uh, moving away. And they were like, we need a drummer. And I was like, I will do anything but clarinet. Please let me try drums. (laughs) Um, And, like... And then i fell in love my parents bought me a drum set i like i became obsessed with drumming i wanted to be like a studio drummer session drummer um and then i discovered jeff buckley at some point in high school who is like this incredible if you don't know him he's like kind of a 90s grunge but sort of jazz influenced uh, male singer he's like my favorite male voice and like i became obsessed with him and i was like i need to i need to take singing more seriously and um, that's what I did. I learned guitar because nobody wants to hear people sing and play drums. Um, and uh, and that's been it ever since. Yeah.
1: That
0: makes well, you've thrown a, a lot of really shade, unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, hold on. I'm I'm hearing shade on clarinets in general and clarinet yeah. players. I'm hearing shade on people who quit the drums. Yeah. Uh, and people who uh, who just drum and sing. Yeah. So wow, man! You are some hot takes. Hot yeah, takes today. I'm, I'm
2: I'm burning bridges here. That's, <laughs> that's what
0: we're about, uh, Jeremy. Wow. <laughs> well, Burned that's w- wonderful. And 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 now you make you make music. You've got you you're available on all the different platforms. I mean, we've, we've linked to JeremyBoldMusic.com, and obviously, you've got tons on Spotify and on a lot of different places. But before we get into sort of the career side of things we'd love to know a little bit more about you as a person. When we in- interview our podcast guests, we get to know them as, you know, their passions, their interests. For them, it's like, what's not work for you? What's not music? So tell us about yourself as a human being.
2: Yeah, it's weird. Cause when you do music professionally, you're, you want to say that like, oh, my hobby is music, but it's like, no, that's not, that's my work. Um, <laughs> I'm into, yeah. What do I do? I mean, uh, like mathematics is still a passion and teaching is still a passion. So I try to do that, um, when I can, but it's like, being a research level mathematician isn't really a hobby um, that you can do generally. So um, yeah, otherwise it's like I'm into uh, board games and puzzles and escape rooms and things like that um, and uh, pretty into I did like improv comedy for like eight years and I got really into that um, sort of burned myself out. But like me and my wife were traveling all over uh, doing doing festivals and stuff it was great. <laughs> um, yeah, it's
0: kind of what I do. You 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 love the request. You're funny, right? Be funny. That's that's the that's the number one thing you like to hear. Can I tell you? Can I tell <laughs> so that beat. story on here? I mean, do it. Okay, we we won't stop you.
2: J M and I were at a gig. Colin Mockery was there. J M um, was talking to Colin. I walked up, and then J M said, "Hey, Colin, this is Jeremy. He's funny. Jeremy, be funny um, <laughs> in front of Colin Mockery." For was... reference,
0: Colin Mockery is a huge Canadian comedy yeah. legend, improv legend. He was on Whose Line It Is Anyway. He's just a, a, also an incredible human being. Uh, yeah. And sure, I mean, he probably gets approached all the time by comedic people. Um, mm-hmm. I was repping for you in a, perhaps the worst possible way.
1: Yeah, it was, um, it was awful. Thank you, J.M. for that. <laughs> <laughs> so there was there was no internship as a result of that very successful business pitch afterwards. <laughs> yeah, weird, you know.
0: You're we, we, we had a couple different business pitches we we got you a gig in uh in Osaka at a random bar where they I think they paid you in beer yeah uh, their, tequila shots tequila shot. shot, for, for you and all of-,
2: of our friends which was really great do <laughs> does do people know about countermeasure music um James and a i sing bit. together okay jame and i sing together that is a hobby of mine in a 13 voice jazz a cappella group uh, and we travel the world, we've gone to Japan a few times in Europe, and uh it's awesome. So I've known this man for a long time and he has a beautiful voice.
0: Oh so, thank
1: you. Before he flushes and blushes too much, Jeremy, <laughs> let's go let's go to the business side of the things. You mentioned it in the beginning. Uh I'm obviously interested in what kind of music you make, and, and you mentioned it uh you call it Indie Soul, and I haven't found that in, in my Spotify playlist yet. So Uh, can you explain what that is?
2: Totally. Yeah. Um, so everything I do is in some way soul inspired because that was sort of like, I listened to a lot of like Stevie wonder growing up and a lot of Motown and, um, it's just the style I gravitated to. And especially when I was learning drums, like I, I really, uh, was into that kind of style of drumming. So, um, no matter what I write, even if I'm writing something that I consider like a folk song, everybody's like, "Oh, it's got, it's got like soul. Um, and I was like, okay, so I'm not, I'm not a folks folk person. Um, and like, so I'm not any folk, I guess I'm indie soul. And, um, but then lyrically, generally, um, I write music that is generally about people in my life and it's often like the conversations I would like to have with them, but I don't have the courage to say to them, to their face. So I put it in a song. Um, that's sort of my vibe.
1: Yeah. Aww. So now JM will hear a song about podcasting and how, how horribly he was treated on that, you know, on his next album. It's
0: true. Although sometimes you do do cross mediums. I mean, one of the things that I I was so impressed with, and and I'd love it if you talk a little bit on the show, is the process behind One Day at a Time. And there's a a whole story around it. I'd love to hear it because I I, I think it's really interesting for our listeners.
2: Thank you. Yeah. So One Day at a Time was, um, I was approached in 2018 to write a folk album um, for TV and film and things like that. Um, and one day at a time ended up being this acoustic folk song for my best friend who was going through a really hard time. And this was just the song I wanted to shout into her face while I shook her, um, you know, to help her, uh, which is like terrible and weird. Um, but like I just wanted to help so badly and I felt like I didn't know how and I, I couldn't. And so this was everything I wanted to say. And then, um, and it's, it's a simple song, um, but it really resonated with people. And then it was used in this uh, big animal rescue vi- video that went, like, hugely viral. And then lots of people were like, what is this song in the background? And um, people sort of found it. And then, like, I, the messages started sort of rolling in. Um, and it's just, it's just done really well. And it's really propelled my career, which has been fantastic. And then um, last year, like, I wanted to make something to commemorate the song. So, and I realized, like, it's been... A really big source of healing for people um like people dealing with alcoholism or any sort any sort of like mourning or trauma um and Mm -hmm. i wanted something tangible that people would have so i teamed up with this great illustrator julia luis Pereira, and we made an illustrated lyric book sort of coffee table book for it that's um it's just a really beautiful work of art and i'm like really it's the thing i'm most proud of in the entire world that i've ever made
1: yeah. And I definitely think we you will provide us a link that we put in the show notes, which we're happy to promote. Thank you. you know, yeah. by the way, if you look for Christmas gifts for J M and I, you know, we leave our address there <laughs> as well. But to come back to to the uh topic, <laughs> so what what is your process since we're a process podcast, at least to some part, what's your process for making music? Yeah, um it's changed
2: a lot over the years. Um now I tend to, I mean, I've always written in the shower. We all know the shower is the place for creative ideas. Um, but I, I tend now to like to get away from instruments uh, and just be able to sing melody and lyrics. Because for me, it's like, if it works without an instrument, it works. You know what I mean? Like if, if mm-hmm. I sing happy birthday to you, you don't need me playing guitar to understand that song for it to be catchy um, because it's a great melody and it's good lyrics that that make sense. So um, I try to, I try to step away and kind of finish the song that way. And then later I'll be like, okay, what are the chords that this wants to be? What do the drums want to be doing? Um, mm-hmm. And I find that just really like makes it cohesive. And then lyrically, like if it's about someone and like I said, I want to sort of tell them something I'll like open a fake email and I will write like a fake email to them of like what I'd like to say. Ooh. And then I'll step away, come back and like take lines from it that I think are like really mm-hmm. Really heavy hitting, and sort of craft the song around that.
0: That's an interesting process, and then maybe that we talked a little bit about this. And weirdly enough, one of our process episodes hmm. we talk about facilitation, where you you take a step back. Actually, sorry, six sigma. You take a step back, and you come back to it later. I think it was, and uh, that new context, that new perspective, helps to really center and understand what you've written. Because when you're writing it, you're a little too close to it. Exactly and that, that space and that time. That, that's a, that's really cool. That's a interesting process. To pass on to our our listeners that they might be able to take back to their own personal lives (laughs) so yeah
1: and the next the next question roland yeah the next question is obviously since I'm, i'm looking a little bit at our time and this is still a shorts um which we would love to have you on a full episode which is about an hour um but this time we're a little bit time constrained so what's next for you yeah um i have an
2: album coming out in 2023 that is like going to change everything it's so good i'm so excited about it uh i teamed up with a friend of mine um oliver charles in montreal he produced it and it is like a it's a different sound for me it's really big it's really like theatrical and i'm super pumped so that'll be rolling out in 2023 and then um i'll be in berlin uh in february hopefully playing some shows and uh and connecting with things for a film conference so i'm looking forward to that
0: that sounds amazing. Well, that seems like some really exciting things to come up. And to leave our our, our friends, uh, we're going to set up a track um, for you to sort of share as a thank you slash happy holidays slash whatever whatever you want as a as a holiday track. Please set this up for us, and then I'll, I'll do a little outro and, and and intro your music as part of it. Love it. Yeah, this is a song I
2: wrote a few years ago. It's called uh, "When You're Near," and it is a like not holiday holidays holiday song. So it's like after Christmas is done um, and throughout the year. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it.
0: Well, thank you so much. It's, it's been a pleasure having you on and folks, you know, once again, you can find a lot more about things at Jeremy volts, You can go to what's your baseline.com. See all the amazing tracks that he's put in every one of our shows. And we're going to see you all in the brand new year with a uh, season four of of the what's your baseline podcast but until then friends we're going to be taken away with when you're near by jeremy volts and we will see you next year
3: Stockings down, the eggnog's gone, the loan is bound The merriment is finished for the year There may not be mistletoe, a fireplace, or fresh laid snow But every day is Christmas when you're near When you're near, the star is shining bright atop the Christmas tree When you're near the halls with grace. And I know it's not the right time of the year But every day is Christmas when you're near When you're near Valentine's is on its way hundred Different ways to say I love you more than any time of year. But on that day, you just might find it written on your Valentine's every day is Christmas when you're near. When you're near, the silver bells are ringing on the chimney top. When you're near. And I know it's not the right time of year Christmas tree, when you're near, the carolers are singing, deck with me. And I know it's not the right time of year, but every day is Christmas when you're near. Oh, I know it's not the right time of the year, but every day